Entrepreneur on Fire 592. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. When you get to choose from dozens of designs and have the opportunity for several rounds of revisions, what's not to love? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Ready to learn more about the software and platforms that will help you create and grow your business? Visit lynda.com slash EOF to start your seven-day free trial. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash EOF. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Brian Miles. Brian, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Let's do this. Yes. Brian is a CEO and co-founder of the Miles Advisory Group. He leads a team of over 200 with triple digits revenue increases for the past four years. Brian, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. You bet. John, thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm grateful. Yes. Uh, my, my name is Brian Miles. I'm the CEO of Miles Visor Group, and that's actually the parent company to two separate companies, uh, Mag Bookkeeping, which is a virtual bookkeeping business, and then also EA Help, which is a virtual assistant business all here in the United States. Give us a little glimpse on the personal side, Brian. Uh, I've been married for close to 18 years to my amazing bride, who's also a co-founder with us. Her name is Shannon. And I have two kids, five and eight. And we live here in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Love it, Brian. And we're going to really focus on your journey, Brian. We're going to focus on the ups, the downs, the successes, the failures. But before we dive into all that, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling, Brian. So take it away. Yeah, you know, inside our organization, we uh, realize that we cease to exist if we don't serve others well. And it's the posture of our business. So we, we basically talk often about serving others well. And it's a hashtag internally in our company. We hashtag serve others well. And uh, as, as uh, simple as that may sound, we just believe that it's uh, core to our heart uh, and it's core to our passion. And in, in order to help leaders uh, in their future, we have to be able to be in a position to serve them well. So, Brian, I want to set the tone for Entrepreneur on Fire. We tell stories here. We love that real, down-to-the-ground level, just grittiness, the granular level of the story. So, tell us a time recently, hopefully, that you served somebody else well and what that's meant for you and your company. Well, you know, one of the things that our company obviously does, uh, we get in on the front end of a leader's life, uh, especially with our virtual assistant business. And there are times when a leader will, you know, they'll be in a position where they're doing a lot and they're hitting the lid of their personal capacity or their leadership capacity. And we will just come alongside them and identify those areas where they don't want to quickly give those things up because they think that they're the only one that can do it. And when you serving them is and serving them well, it often means that you have to tell them the truth especially the things they don't want to necessarily hear. Uh, but when they're confronted with truth about their work environment uh, or how they're holding on to things and they're kind of becoming a, you know, a control freak, 
they do start to open their hands, their clenched hands and say, yeah, you're right. And so I believe that serving means confronting the truth uh, in people's lives uh, specific to how we get a chance to serve them and take a little piece of that on um, and free them up so they can be the leader that they need to be. No, I agree that that's a great definition of serving. However, it's just an aerial view, Brian. We want stories down to the ground level. We don't need names. We don't need specific instances, but we want a time that you actually served a client, an individual client, and what that did for him. I was actually talking to a uh, owner of a marketing company that's a client of ours last week, and um, he's actually, we're doing a case study on him, really smart, young entrepreneur, kind of kickstarting his business early on. And one of the things that he said that we were able to do when we served him, we freed up his time so much. And how we served him was we basically took on the time management and the um, email management side of his life, uh, so much so that he was freed up to actually go out and last year increased his sales by 70%. Whoa. Now, those are the kind of stories that we like, Brian, because we as entrepreneurs now, we as Fire Nation can understand, can comprehend what you mean on a real level by serving people. So. Now that we have that drilled down, now that we know what we're looking for, let's move into the meat and potatoes of this interview. Let's talk about your journey as an entrepreneur, Brian. Let's take that spotlight. Let's flash it on your past and tell us now a story of a time that you failed, Brian, a time that you had some serious trials and tribulations. And what lessons did you learn from that moment in time, Brian? Take us down to that ground level and share with Fire Nation those lessons that you learned. I've always felt um, in my life at some point I would start a business. Uh, I wasn't sure when that would be or what it would be or how I would do it, but I just felt deep in me that I needed to do that. Um, I did try to start a financial business, a, a mortgage business way back uh, at the around 2000. And it candidly, it just flopped. I was inexperienced. Um, I just, I didn't take it as serious as I should have. And I, I was basically, I lost about $40,000 in that effort. Um, I tried to do it on the side and, um, you know, I just I thought, well, I could work a full-time job and I could try and get this thing lifted. And really I wasted a ton of money and I really was down in the dumps about it. And I just kind of put the whole, I'll start a business thing way back in the back of my head. I just, I felt like a failure and I just felt like I needed to go work. And so I did, I, I basically picked back up and dove into a career and, um, Really, it wasn't until the beginning of 2010, so about 10 years later, um, I, I felt and I read a book about Sam Walton and when he started Walmart and in his late 30s. And I thought, you know, if I could just start something again before I'm 38, I would like to do that. And so back in 2010, I was 35 years old and um, I basically talked to my wife about it and we did a lot of research and due diligence and uh, we basically were able to start our business at the end of 2010. But I, I leaned back into that experience of uh, a decade earlier of, you know, what did I do wrong? And what was I going to do different to make sure that I didn't, you know, squander another opportunity? Because this would probably be my last one. If, if this doesn't work, I'm just going to basically swallow the hook and just get into a career. I love that phrase. I leaned back into that experience. And it's so powerful because, you know, I look at my journey, Brian, and I was an officer in the U.S. Army. Then I was in corporate finance, commercial real estate. Every single one of these was a stepping stone for my launching pad of Entrepreneur on Fire. Without me leaning back into those experiences, I never would have been able to propel forward with the same success that I did. So it's a valuable lesson. 
And to be honest with you, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, you had a wife, you know, you had a family, you had responsibilities. I personally don't ever think it's too late to start a business. I mean, I've had people on the show that have started businesses at 75 years old and the impacts that they're having are incredible. And it's just inspiring to see. But, you know, everybody has that course that they need to decide upon in life. And I'm glad that you gave yourself, Brian, that one more chance. Because, I mean, look what you're doing now with your 200 mouths that you're feeding, families that you're supporting, people that you're inspiring. So share with us one lesson, Brian, one takeaway from that experience. I've just seen in my own life that when we take a risk and we um, we see glimmer of hope. It just fuels the passion that's inside us. And I'm, I'm with you in the, it, there's really, it's not too late ever to start a business. I just think that it has to be thought through, you know, and if you don't have the experience of pain and failure behind you to basically help you fight through, uh, and, you know, in your passion for something you want to do, it's a harder road, but I, I agree. But how do you get that? How do you get that experience? I think it's a lot of it's just uh, trial and error. I mean, I, one of the things I was going to share with you was that um, early on in our business, we tried a different couple of services that just the market wasn't responding to. And um, we had a couple of others that were surprisingly people were really kind of taking off with with regard to our virtual services. And so probably within about six months, we absolutely axed the things that the market said no to. And we plowed our focus and energy into the things that they said yes to. And those have emerged to be our two services today. Wow. See, that agility, that ability to pivot as an entrepreneur, especially when you're starting, gives you such an advantage. You know, these other organizations that are large and unwieldy, they don't have the opportunities to listen to the audience in the way that you can, where you can listen day one and then react day two. I mean, that gives you a powerful advantage. It gives every entrepreneur a powerful advantage and adds a lot of excitement to this mix. And Brian... Let's move to the other end of the spectrum. Let's talk about a time in your journey when you had an aha moment, when you had a light bulb that went off. And again, we're really focused on you taking us there with you. Pretend like we're next to you when that moment is happening. And share with us that moment, Brian, and the steps you took to turn that idea into success. It happened for us when um, we early on in our business, we decided to focus on a particular vertical. And that was actually just working with our virtual services with churches in the United States. And we were very niche, very specific. And about six months in, my family and I, we were in Idaho driving up to uh, Wyoming, to Jackson, Wyoming on a vacation. And I got a text message from a couple of our clients that said that a high profile person named Michael Hyatt was looking for a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. And so I tweeted him going down the road on vacation. And he direct messaged me back and said, hey, let's talk. And um, about two hours later, we got into a small town in Idaho where I actually had a decent cell connection. And we spent 20 minutes on the phone. And then the next day, he asked for a contract while I was in a place called Yellowstone Bear World with my kids. And that aha moment for me was I had realized there was someone of influence that was a little bit outside of the niche that I thought what the market was that completely wanted our service. And I thought, well, if that's true, then what other leaders and what other verticals could possibly use our services? And it was just this aha moment that I had put blinders on uh, other industries that I thought would want our service and, and assumed some things about them that weren't accurate. And, and it was just an aha moment for us to say, wow, you know, it is true. These leaders do want this service really regardless of vertical. 
Now, Brian, that is a powerful story because Fire Nation can resonate with driving down the road with their family, seeing an opportunity, seizing that, then having you know a town a couple hours ahead where you're having a, now a conversation with Michael Hyatt, you know, a great past guest here of Entrepreneur on Fire and, and just a great guy and, and good yeah. friend. I mean, this is just exciting for Fire Nation just to see that when there's opportunities out there, dive in, like take that opportunity to tweet or to respond to that Facebook question that somebody might ask. And you don't know where that's going to lead, but what are you doing? You're taking action. And for you, Brian, if you could just boil it down to one takeaway that you would want Fire Nation to walk away with from that experience, what would it be? The takeaway there specifically is, uh, one, when you're starting a business, um, take time off when you can, but know that during your time off, you're probably going to have to work if you want to <laughs> see, see it happen. Um, but I, I think that honestly, it's keeping your eyes open uh, to other opportunities that are outside of your assumptions early on in your business, just because there's plenty of things and plenty of opportunity that could help propel your business forward and really grow you more quickly than you think. Now, I do agree with you on a lot of levels, Brian. I mean, as entrepreneurs, on some levels, we're often always turned on and there's not many weekends when I'm not working. In fact, most weekends, you know, I am working, but I try to batch it. You know, I try to make it for a certain number of hours at one time and then I turn it off for the rest of that day or the rest of that weekend. But when this actually goes live... Um, we will have already gotten back from our two-week Europe vacation that we're taking from May 7th to May 21st. Kate and I are going to Europe. We're landing in Paris. We're doing a five-city tour of Europe. We're going to um, Barcelona, Cinque Terre. We're going to Lugano, Switzerland, Prague. We're really excited about this amazing trip. And I'm going to be honest with you, we are completely turning off for those two weeks. Two full-time virtual assistants, Brian, so we know the incredible value of virtual assistants. They both work 40 hours a week for us, and they are incredible, and we have trained them well, and they know and they are prepared for those two weeks that we're gone. You know, the Entrepreneur on Fire interviews will be scheduled to be released on a weekly, on a daily basis, as always, you know, without fail. But you say without fail, who knows <laughs> what is going to fail. Um, Kate's scheduling her blog post out. And we've just made that decision during that specific two-week vacation. And again, we've never done this for the first 20 months of Entrepreneur on Fire's existence. But we are going to shut off for those two weeks. And we know that something can happen, something potentially will happen because it's called Audie Murphy's Law. I mean, I was an officer in the yep. U.S. Army. I'm well aware of Murphy's Law. Yep. But, uh, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to try to just live in the present for those two weeks. And I think we're going to be successful in living in the present. And then if something does happen, we come back, we'll deal with it then. And s- there is a great balance because, listen, I don't turn off on the weekends here. But because of that, I think it's going to allow us to be able to turn off and just come what may. I'm thrilled to hear that. I think that a lot of leaders do not do that and they quickly find themselves uh, in burnout mode and then disliking what they do and they, they lose the edge with their passion and it shows up in their work product or empowering and leading others. So I, I applaud you, especially, you know, you, you know, what you're doing is still, you know, almost in its infancy, you know, you've got great success, but, you know, looking at it and, less than a three-year time cycle uh, for what you've started. I think it's awesome you're going out and taking some time off and just celebrating your bride. Thanks, Brian. And you know, it's pretty interesting, actually, as somebody that I know that we're both aware of, and actually he's 
a good friend of mine because I was recently out in the Philippines for his conference, Tropical Think Tank. And, and this yeah. guy, Chris Ducker, he's very yeah. open about this, Brian. He burned out just this past fall. I mean, this is Mr. Virtual Assistant, you know, Mr. Virtual Staff Finder, the guy that has virtual assistants and, sh- you know, should be kind of on cruise control in a lot of ways because this is what he does. But he burnt out. I mean, he was writing a book, Virtual Freedom. You know, he was creating this conference, a Tropical Think Tank. He was doing this, he was doing that, and he burnt out. So, I mean, it can happen to anybody, Fire Nation, at any time. You know, it's like the Pillsbury Doughboy, like running out of dough. Like it shouldn't happen. But, you know, the virtual staff finder man ran out, ran out of, you know, energy. He got burnt out. So it's something that really needs to be talked about and really needs to be focused about. But what I want to do, Brian, is, is point the spotlight back to you now and talk about a moment. And this moment I want you to share with us is your proudest entrepreneurial moment. One for us is that just by the numbers from a metric standpoint, just realizing at the end of the last fiscal year, uh, at the end of 2013, that our business over a three-year period had grown by 811%. Um, It was a really proud moment because all the hard work and grit and passion and money we invested in our business, that was our money, um, just to see it kind of hit there on a sheet of paper that said, yeah, here's, here's the percentage growth and, and it'd be 100% validated by our financials and our CPA. Um, it just was one of those moments like, wow, you know, we've, we, we, we've done something special here. Now, obviously we have a responsibility to continue, but that was a, that was a very big moment for me personally. Um, the other one has just kind of been a, a growing realization um, regarding our business uh, that we've created a legitimate third option for stay-at-home moms here in the United States um, that, that where they want to work from home and they want to have that work-life balance and they want a legitimate work-from-home job where it pays well. Um, we've created a true third option. And that and what I mean by a third option thing is just simply that, you know, what I've heard and what moms have told me specifically is that their their options are, you know, after they have a baby or basically go back to work and put the, you know, the baby in daycare or have somebody else watch them or completely abandon your career uh, for a season of time and basically, you know, raise your children. And what we're finding is, is we've actually been part of creating a third option where they can kind of have more of a balance and have, do something of meaning, but then do the things that are important to them regarding their family and their home uh, and the process. And so it, it was this aha moment for us, um, a couple of years ago where we realized that that was truly the case. And so we tell our sales team, Hey, every time you sign a contract, you're putting somebody to work in our country. And it, it just meant a lot uh, to them and to us that we're, we've been able to provide a legitimate option for these moms. So Brian, we're going to continue on here, but I think before we do, you know, for the mothers that are listening and we have thousands right here within fire nation, where would they go to, to find out about these potential services and sign up? The best place for them to go would be out to our um, our website for our virtual assistant company. It's eahelp.com. And it's uh, if they want to just drill down to uh, careers, that's the best place. Right now, that icon is in the bottom left of the main page on eahelp.com. And then basically, there's a video they can watch that kind of explains what a virtual assistant does. Um, and then they can apply if they're interested. Wonderful. And Brian, what I want to do now is bring things to present times. I want to talk about today. Share with Fire Nation just one thing that has you, Brian Miles, fired up. I see a future with more and more um, very specific, specialized services becoming more virtual. And uh, you can 
you can see it in uh, hiring directors for large corporations uh, when they're hiring these these um, executives. They're wanting a more agile workforce. They're they're wanting people to have that component. Whereas before, they uh, an executive would would expect to have a secretary sitting outside their office. And you know, we're just seeing that the workforce as a whole is becoming more agile. So I think that there's an opportunity in that for other um, roles. And Chris Ducker's done a good job of, you know, magnifying that with his business, you know, with, with folks outside the United States. I think that there's so many ways to skin a cat with a virtual workforce with qualified people. And our company is doing a lot of research and due diligence to see what's next for us. So, Brian, we're about to hit the lightning round. But before we do, let's thank our sponsors. When I get an idea, I want to implement it immediately. You know me. I'm all about taking action. But sometimes I have ideas that require me to use software or platforms that I'm not entirely familiar with. Wait, you don't think I'm going to let that stop me, do you? No way. A great example is my recent interest in Facebook ads. Because I've been hearing a lot about targeted Facebook ads, I wanted to give them a try, but I didn't necessarily want to wait until I found the right person to hire to help me set them up. Instead, I went to lynda.com and watched a video course taught by an industry expert on how to effectively run targeted Facebook ads. Within two hours, I had published my first ad and was ready to rock and roll. Nothing happens without action. If you've got an idea but don't feel like you have the knowledge to implement it, then visit lynda.com slash EOF and get access to their entire library of video courses for free for seven days. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash E-O-F. Fire Nation, what's the status of your social media page design? Whether you're looking at Facebook, Twitter, Google+, or any of your other accounts, remember that your profile picture, cover image, and background images are all opportunities to communicate your brand. If your business looks less interesting on social media than it is in real life, it's time to get some updated designs. The pros at 99designs can help. You can get a vibrant design and create a cohesive look and feel across all your social media pages in under a week. Social media pages that have appealing visuals are much more likely to be shared. So definitely feel free to ask the designers at 99designs for out-of-the-box concepts. You'll really enjoy seeing all the creative ideas that pop up. What if you could start your next design project today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. So Brian, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, which is the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? <laughs> Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? For me specifically, I felt like it was uh, two things. Self-doubt uh, based on my failures in the past, which I shared with you earlier. And then honestly, the recession. Um, still in 2010, we were in the thick of it. And I read... Uh, counter arguments as to whether you should go ahead and start in a recession or wait. And I just felt like I was ready to do it. And I believe that you know, we had done the due diligence to basically lift and start the business. And, you know, we've, we've seen a positive result as the, you know, this economy started to rebound. It comes down to Fire Nation. Are you going to wait for somebody else to give you permission to start your dream? Or are you going to take that permission and dive in? So Brian, what's the best advice that you've ever received? The best advice specific to business that I've ever received was by a guy that I uh, I consider a close friend and advisor that's been very successful in business. Um, and he basically told me 
that I didn't own my business. And I kind of got upset by that until I realized he was going to make it a teaching moment. And he said, no, right now you run a business because you can't leave that business and it can be self-sustaining on its own. The goal for you is to own businesses, not run businesses. And so for me, I basically have decided that this thing is going to be way bigger than me. It's not going to be the Brian Miles show. It's going to be about empowering others and helping others lead so that I can own businesses, not run businesses. Brian, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I believe that leadership is a stewardship, and that translates into the realization that I won't be the CEO forever. And so that helps me every day think through how I grow leadership in our business and how I look for leaders and how I give myself away so that other people can basically get the limelight. Brian, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? The one thing that everybody always asks me regarding our industry, um, especially for virtual assistants, is where is there a third-party objective website that basically looks at all of these companies that are out there and available? Ooh. It is. There's one that I know of. You can't. The only way you can get on there is by great customer ratings, and it's called the. Excuse me. It's called virtualassistantassistant.com. It's ran by a guy in Northern California. His name is Nick Loper. It's just the best, most objective resource that's out there for people evaluating our industry and for companies like EA Health. Um, and it's, you know, it's not an app or anything like that that I know of, but it's just a fantastic, thorough site to help people think through a qualified decision. Is that because you're ranked number one? Uh, no, that's a great <laughs> question. You know, I, we, I want people to do their due diligence because candidly, we have clients um, that come to us and they are, excuse me, prospects that come to us and they're kind of, they're, they realize that this is, this industry is in its infancy. You know, there's no Gartner group. There's no AMR out there. That's like an industry voice. And so when a guy like Nick Loper creates a website, you know, that I, I think is the most objective one out there to date of 180 companies that are around the, you know, the world globally doing this. Um, I think it's great that we're number one. We work really hard and we thank our clients. We're extremely grateful that we're there, but we also know that we've got to continue to sustain that as well. Oh, I see that youassist.me is number two, another company that I have interviewed here on Entrepreneur on Fire. What a great list. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Brian Miles. Brian, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Two years ago, I read this book and I'm still leaning into it today. It's called Focus by Al Rice, R-I-E-S. Um, it's one of the best books that help, especially with um, the serial entrepreneurs that we see every day. And, and what is you know potentially built in me is to basically go run down a rabbit trail and go start something else. This book has been the thing that's glued me back to, okay, what are we here for and how do we make this successful? And what are the milestones and the thresholds we've got to hit before we could let our minds entertain and go do something else? So Brian, you are the only person who doesn't know what's coming next. What does the acronym FOCUS actually stand for? I have no earthly idea. (laughs) (laughs) You are in the minority, my friend, because Fire Nation knows every opportunity that I get, I share that focus is follow one course until success. Uh. In Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Dot com. And Brian, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, I'd look for a resource just like this podcast. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and then I would take the other, uh, the other money that's left over uh, and I would, uh, I would start due diligence for the things that are uh, wherever this place may be, where there's things that people already accept or they're expecting that I could completely change and turn on its ear. I would, I would try to find something that was a paradigm shifter in their minds that also serve them in that process. I love that. I mean, Fire Nation is all about finding that USP, that unique selling proposition. Yep. How can you disrupt the market? How can you do things differently? Brian's done that multiple times. And look what he's done with his company, growing 811%. Incredible stuff. And Brian, man, have I enjoyed your journey, my friends. And let's end by giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. There's two places you could reach me. The first is uh, on Twitter at Brian Miles. It's B-R-Y-A-N-M-I-L-E-S. And I also have a blog as well. It's brianmiles.me. And love to engage in conversation with you as aware, uh, you, you there as well. And one parting piece of guidance. Never give up on a passion, even though you maybe have bumps and bruises along the way. Uh, for me specifically, I felt like God has put that in me. And you've got to basically go out and find that thing that's in you until you're absolutely sure that you've seen it all the way through. And just there, this world is begging for people to go out and make a difference, to go start businesses. And uh, I just encourage you in that process to go for it. Well, Brian, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about at eofire.com. Just type Brian in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Brian, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John, so much. We're grateful for the opportunity. Fire Nation, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then I have three words for you. Webinar on Fire. Webinar on Fire will take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. We have done over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in the last five months. If you're looking to sell or pre-sell a product or service, a live or recorded webinar is a must. And Webinar on Fire is your one-stop shop to learn all you need to know. Visit WebinarOnFire.com to learn more today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to EOFire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 